Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio, where Scott has decided to get E. e- coli. Where'd he go? I thought he joined McKay. Ebola? What? He did what? Where'd he go? I thought he joined McKay and got lost in the space-time continuum. Oh, you didn't hear. McKay oh no, got, McKay, McKay, McKay no exploded. <laughs> he is, he is so, a pile of goo we let get mopped up over at the So uh, what the happened to me last week? So, uh, nothing actually. We, we you said you, you, yeah. you said you weren't feeling well and you weren't there. I apparently Aww. was sucked into the time stream, and for me to escape, I had to sacrifice McKay. He exploded uh, as I tore through him to escape the was time. Was he wearing a red front. shirt at the time? And he may have. And then I, I, I emerged from the time stream, and uh, I had goop on my hat. And... It was Makaku. It, it was gooey. Yeah. Nasty, gooey. Yeah. However, because it is the time stream, oh. I don't know what version of McKay that was. You know, it could be a future McKay. Hopefully it's not a past McKay. Hopefully it's like one of the McKay. evil McKays. Or maybe it's an evil McKay from another universe, and I just saved us. Our multiverse needs less evil McKays. Yes. I'm just going to say that. Yes, that is true. Poor McKay. I've only met him like once. McKay has been busy as of late. That is why he's stuck in the time stream. Yeah. Sounds like you stuck adulting more than space time. So, however, this show, we're going to talk about the curse of the red shirt. For those of you that don't know what that is. Hey, Baron, does this mean you're not going to make it out of this? It's not full red shirt. He's good. It is not. I might get wounded, but I will not die. Yes. Hmm. So, for those of you that are wondering what the heck is this, well, Star Trek has this wonderful theme that those within red shirts tend to die. Mm-hmm. On away missions. So. Is it wrong? I was seriously worried for Scotty in which one was it? Oh, I'm going to have to. Oh, I was seriously worried in Into Darkness. I'm like, no, you can't kill Scotty because he was the only one wearing a red shirt when they went and did their. Yeah. Well, see, this is this is why he didn't die. Because he's, he's Simon Pegg. And he's awesome. And he's, yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. But, um. It is interesting. There are a few individuals that are immune to the red shirt curse. Scotty is one of those. So Spock is um, not. Chekhov is another. Oh. Who else? Is, is, are those the only two that you can think of that are... Those are the only two, but again, I think the reason they're immune is because they're never on... They're rarely on away missions. They're no, normally, they're usually they're behind the, the scenes. Yeah, they're normally behind the scenes and on Scotty's the ship. Scotty's manning the... It's just when... They are on a mission. 
uh, on an away mission that things happen to these red shirts. Now, what's what's the most? How? Yeah. Yeah. So, what's the most? What's the highest number of red shirts you've ever seen go out at once? I I don't I don't know if I have yeah. an answer for that. I don't think I do either. I know a lot of them have, and I know this is so much of a joke that uh, author John Scalzi wrote a book called Red Shirts. Oh yeah, there's in fact there's a there's a lot of terms. Um, a lot of different places have referenced it. Yeah, I, I was just pulling it up here to, about Star Trek, and apparently, in uh, in one of the episodes, the episode "What Are Little Girls Made Of" from 1966, a crew of 59 members were killed in that series, and 43 were wearing red shirts. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That's a 73% red shirt kill ratio. Red shirt even has a Wikipedia article. Yeah. Red shirt deaths are right often now. used to dramatize the potential peril that the main characters face. Yeah. It's very interesting. Uh, yeah, so. The term's used in, in Supergirl. It's used uh, It's used in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Galaxy Quest. Yep. Yep. Prometheus. Because I Lost. die. Spy Game. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, even. Well, in all honesty, when you think about it, it's kind of... I don't want to say it's Star Trek's lasting legacy, but it is, it is one of them. Let's be so, honest. So the original series. Uh, I'm looking at an article on StarTrek.com where they've broken this down. So the Enterprise had a crew of 430 crewmen aboard the Enterprise. 239 of them were in engineering, security, and operations. AKA All red wore red. So there were a total of 55 deaths. During their five-year mission. So, 24 of them were red shirts of those 55. Just a little so under all, 50%. Almost 50%. Hmm. Compared to the nine that were in the yellow or gold command shirts, seven in blue, and with 15 crossing into the final frontier in unidentified colors. Ooh. Yeah. Would that be black and white then? Well, the Final Frontier uh, movies when they were wearing the weird red outfits, yeah. When Spock died. Well, no, that I mean that's well, yeah. I mean we got we have those. So very interesting. It is. Um, I mean, compared to the total number, you know, four hundred and thirty crewmen, that's not a lot. But out of the numbers dead that is a staggering high amount so how many episodes are in the original star trek it's only like 60 something isn't it um i i couldn't tell you i haven't watched it time to use the google yes however so during the three year on a star trek only 10 percent of the entire red shirt population was killed this 79 yeah, so 79 episodes? 79 episodes, All right, so, so almost... Over 79 episodes, 10% was killed. That is less than the 13.4 of the gold shirts, but of course they're less. I mean, that's a oh, smaller yeah. amount. Mm-hmm. And 5.1% of the blue shirts. So much math. So it's not truly more hazardous to wear a red shirt. But again, that's based on percentages, based it's on... The still not going to catch me wearing one. Yeah. At least not that red. I'll wear a little red. I like to live a little dangerously. Well, technically, I have a red lightsaber on, so I guess I so, should So, however, based on the casualty charts, it was a 64.5% chance 
of a red shirt death in the security de- in the security department. So, in other words, they just spent all this time saying, "Oh, it's not so hazardous to wear a red shirt." However, don't wear a red shirt if you're in security. Yeah. Well, you know, security goes down. They try to protect, and they end up dying first. You get you think about it. That's yeah. You're kind of in the line of fire if you're in security. Yeah. That's like joining the army and expecting not to hear gunshots. Well, well it's it's like being in the infantry. Uh, Infantry in uh, Starship Troopers. Exactly. You're guaranteed to die. If you live longer than a few months, you're going to be promoted. Haven't seen Starship Troopers. Oh, Oh, that's a good one. Awesome. That's a good one. one. Yeah. Uh, There is some language. There is some nudity. There's a lot of bug deaths. And there's a lot of gruesome deaths. You're going to like everything about this. It's going to be awesome. I'm game. Yeah. Hey, Doogie Howser's in it. It's true. Seriously. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no Patrick Harris is yeah, in there. I forgot that. Yeah. I just. Uh, as is Clancy Brown. Now I gotta pull this up and see all who's in here. Clancy Brown has a sexy voice. And, and uh, so I don't know if you saw the uh, the Thor, the new Thor uh, trailer. Where Not the one that just came out. Okay. So there is a scene at the very end where there's this giant fire beast. Okay. Clancy Brown is voicing it. Very nice. Very, very, very befitting, huh? Is it Surter? Yes. Yes. So I'm gonna have to watch that now. Um, but I just I think it's funny that even the newer, even though they're trying to get away from like the start from like the red shirt curse, even the reboot of Star Trek had an engineering red shirt die but on few. the only. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had him die on the first away mission mm-hmm. because when they went down to destroy the drill. Yeah. Well, I, there, there's been a lot. Uh, you know, even. And the Curse of the Red Shirt even played in uh, Next Generation, which was very interesting because Command had gone from gold to the red. Right. You know, we had Picard in that, but mm-hmm. we saw Riker almost die, you know, in the red shirt. Uh, we saw... It was kind of interesting that security went to the gold color, but, you know. Data was security? Uh, no, he... No, but Tasha Yar was, and oh, Worf okay. was, and Tasha did die. She got sucked into that. I remember monster. that. But you got to admit, yesterday's Enterprise was a really good episode when they brought her back. Yes. It was a very interesting and weird way to do it, but it was it's still good. Um, Next Generation was definitely trying to push the boundaries, which is awesome. You know, growing up that's the Star I Trek I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I used, I used now to the question is... And Deep Space Nine. My parents uh, recliners and watch, watch and Next Voyager. Generation. So the question is... Enterprise is good. Does the red shirt curse continue on through Deep Space Nine and through Voyager and Enterprise? Not from what I remember. Uh, well, Enterprise are kind of wearing blue outfits, so I guess they're out in that one. But See, in Voyager, I don't remember them having very colorful uniforms in Voyager. No, or, they were sorry, Deep Space Nine, I was thinking. Deep Space Nine, they had the next generation. Did uniforms. they? Have, did yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. But they didn't go very many places. I, yeah, for some there wasn't a lot of away I can't missions. Remember the colors and stuff. I just yeah. remember like grayish blacks or whatever. But yeah, was yeah. Deep Space okay? I'm my Star Trek memory is boring. Which one was on the space station? That was Deep Space Nine. Okay. Yeah. Because that's what I remember. And they didn't go very. They didn't go hardly anywhere until they no, got they the Reliant, didn't. and yeah. then they went everywhere. And then unfortunately, the Reliant looks way too much like the Shadowcaster from Rebels, and. Clone Wars. Really? Yeah. It's just the same guy that designed the Reliant. It's been a while since I've seen, because I remember catching an episode here and there growing up. Because, again, I'm a 
late 90s, early 00 kids. So whatever was on flipping channels, because we didn't have DVRs back then. You just had to find oh, something yeah. to watch. And you didn't have the guide that tells you what was on uh, other oh, channels. No. Oh, no, you had the guide, but it came in the mail. It did. It came in the mail. It came <laughs> in the mail, the, and it, it gave you paper, paper cards. I apologize. Just, it's not the Reliant, the Defiant. Excuse me. The Reliant was the ship that uh, was in Rathacon. Um, oh, back on topic. Yeah. But, yes. So I'm just, I'm just going to pull up these pictures, and I'll show you guys later. But, um... So, the Curse of the Red Shirt, I like how it's kind of become ingrained in geek culture. Well, uh, you have know, you... It's been in a lot of stuff. Have you seen that episode of Mythbusters? Oh, yeah. Where they're testing the Gorn Canyon, Cannon, I believe, and Tori's like, you know why he's wearing a red shirt, right? And they're like, no. And he's like, it's because he's not coming off this planet. Yeah, I love that one. That was a great mm-hmm. call to you know, geek culture because I remember seeing that episode and I'm like, I don't know what that means. And I think I either looked it up later or I had somebody else explain it to me. I'm like, oh, that makes sense now that you now that I get what the reasoning behind that is. Yeah. No, and, and see and that's what's really cool. Even though it's kinda dumb and stuff like that, it has left a lasting mark. Uh, you know, there are we have Trekkies, we have everything like that. But it's kind of like Star Trek's Sith or Darth Vader. You know, it's something that every, you say, oh, hey, that, that, he's, he's wearing a red shirt. He's, he's not going to make it. And everyone, yeah. no one has to say, what do you mean? And it's like, oh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, never wear right, a red obvious. shirt around like, geeks. You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like someone just going to say, may the fourth force be with you. It's like, oh, all right, cool. It's like live long and, and prosper. prosper. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there are some really cool things that that has done. However, I'm not a Trekkie. I've never really loved Star Trek. The yeah, fact I that you said Trekkie instead of Trekker kind of gave that away. Well, see, that's that's the thing. Some people prefer Trekker. Some people prefer Trekkie. It's the weirdest thing. I think it depends on which side of the Trek you're on. It is. It does. See, and I still think Galaxy Quest is the best Star Trek movie. I, you know, I, I love Galaxy Quest. However, I think Orville, 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 Orville is going to take its place. So it is a Seth MacFarlane spoof on Star Trek. Oh, dear. Oh is this a movie or a TV, TV series? Oh, dear. Have you oh. not seen the trailer? Oh, no, it's on Daniel, Fox. you just said Fox. So You're right. Get one okay. good season? True. Or half a season. No, but they, uh. it, they love Seth MacFarlane. Seth's stuff. You, you got a point. They've been airing him forever. They they did oh, yeah, drop Family, family guy. guy. They did drop Family Guy, but then they brought it right back. So they may be just like, this is the golden goose. We're going to write it for all it's worth. Or we may just get one, you know. But, hey, Gotham has survived, even, even well, though I'm not a we fan. Don't we don't speak of Gotham. did we also get the Cleveland show from him, too? Yeah. And yeah. what was it, American Dad? American Dad's yeah. actually pretty funny. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I, I don't know. So I think he's kind of their golden boy, so they're going to ride this for as much as they can. But it looks funny. But I it love looks Galaxy entertaining. Quest. It, this is like Galaxy Quest, like, on They were going to do a Galaxy Quest TV series at uh, one point. Yeah. They were. Unfortunately, it's not going to happen. I would love to see a sequel, but no, we don't we can't got talk Alan about anymore. See, we can't talk about that. I still haven't recovered. This Potterhead wants to cry. But, you know... 
I would love to is see Is there him. something I'm missing? Alan Rickman, Alan Rickman passed away. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, he's you're, you're right. And you're he's right. the Finn and Alien. By Grathbar's hammer, you you're shall right. be avenged. Yeah. Oh. But they could still do it without him, though. I forgot that he was they in there. They could. I, I just kept thinking uh, Tim Allen. Yeah. And he's looking a lot older. <laughs> he, he is. But they could still pull it off. Oh, they could. I mean, they could. he's not that much older. Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing that is just, yep, just on Alan Rickman really quickly, he's still one of my favorite villains of all time. Hans Gruber from oh. Die Hard. Oh. oh. Haven't seen he, it. See, he does just what? a great job as a villain. Even You know this. Even as you need to see this. isn't a villain. Yeah. Daniel, do I need to tell you I wasn't born when the movies originally That's came okay. out? You need to see it. I've seen Deep Lip Free or Die Hard. Then you need to see the first one. you got to see See, I think you should see the first one. I three. see it. I watch it every year around Christmas. It's a great Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. movie. It is. Because it it's a wait, wonderful what? Christmas it's, movie. It's going on. So Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve. The, it happens. Is the that why Lip Free or Die Hard takes place on the 4th of July? Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, that explains so much now. See, and then doesn't the second Die Hard take place at Christmas time yeah. as well? Yeah. Same thing? Airport travel? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Am I going to want to fly on an airplane after that one? Yeah, the airport, well. He yeah. never leaves the airport. Oh, no, I just want to get out, though, so that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he never really but leaves. But you don't it. need to see the second one because. Well, he leaves it enough to go to the church behind the airport, but then yeah. he heads right back. Yes. The first <laughs> one, Alan Rickman, is the quintessential villain. Beautifully done. It. It's like one of those classic Bond villains. Ooh. Now, yeah. one of the great things about him as a villain he has in a number good one, voice. he Had was so good, good as a villain in number one that the villain in number three is his brother is getting revenge for him. What's his oh, brother? It's his brother. And yes. it's Jeremy Irons. <gasps> I love Jeremy Irons. Yeah. And and, so, and then Samuel L. Jackson's in that. Yeah. So again, as a cab driver, it works. You got it's you, awesome. you can't just hmm. see number one. So you also got to see number two. Two. No, you, no, you need to see two. Two's oh, okay. good. It's not the best, but it is still good. And right. and the number three, awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, one of my favorite parts is when is right when he first meets him. Mm-hmm. Is when he he gets out of the van and he's got that sign around him. He's just in his briefs. Mm-hmm. And he starts walking down the street. It's classic. Yeah, yeah. it's classic. But I, I just bec- I'm bringing that up because I feel like every bad guy, like the thugs for the ba- main bad guy. Are like red shirts. They seriously should have been running around you, with red shirts. You got a point, and I feel because like they're always die. Well, did not did and die hard or something. Now, didn't yeah. Hans Gruber uh, wear a red shirt like a, no. under his coat? No, he was he was wearing he was wearing a, a suit suit. But Armani suit, white shirt, white tie. shirt. Yeah, but yeah. You know, but I'm just to talking about him, and all I can see yeah. is him going like this. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. But all of the other bad guys, this should have been wearing red shirts because. No matter what they did, oh, yeah. John McClane was taking him out barefoot, bleeding. Oh, yeah. You know, jumping off a skyscraper with nothing but a fire hose to save his <laughs> life because it's exploding like my, a Michael oh, Bay yeah. film. And they still lose. Yeah, I mean, the guy's, the guy's unstoppable. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. And, and then he talks about Twinkies. Gotta yep. love that. Yep. <laughs> I do love the fact he killed a helicopter with a car. That was awesome. Because he was out of bullets. Mm-hmm. I, I need to remember. watch that movie again. That's a good one. That is a good movie. See, and 
what I really love about going back to Galaxy Quest is there's a lot of callbacks to the fact that the throwaway character Sam Rockwell. Oh, I love I it's love fantastic. that about it. Fantastic guy Fleetman is the best I thing mean, ever. I'm out. gonna die. I'm, I'm gonna die. die. I'm, I'm just an extra. I'm just I'm just I'm just an extra. I'm just guy such and such. You know whatever number. Wait. I'm gonna die. I'm just you know, and then whatever. I love when Tony Shalhoub goes. Maybe you're just the plucky comic relief. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, huh? I Maybe. love. I love when they're on the away. Oh mission. wait a minute! I got a good idea. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, Tony Shalhoub. But I love when they're on the away mission, and I don't remember Tommy. Tommy's like, why is everybody's like, why does this sound familiar? And Tommy's like, episode whatever. And he's like, we're doing episode. And he's like, yeah. Why are you concerned about that? Because I died yeah. <laughs> in episode whatever. You know, I I think they did a fantastic job with Galaxy Quest. Well, I mean, no, I, Patrick I, Stewart didn't want to see it. Yeah. Patrick Stewart had no interest in seeing it. He's like, they're going to ruin it. They're going to destroy it. It's actually Jonathan Frakes who said, you have to go see it. Yeah. It is. He's well, like, it's respectful. You know, they it weren't. It, it Literally, they weren't completely just making fun of it. They no. did something on their own, but they said enough jokes that reference Star Trek to get the Star Trek fans to laugh and, mm-hmm. and, and to have fun. You know, like the whole scene with, you know, they're going, Garak, Garak, and you're like, what yeah. the heck is this? And I they, don't think that the Garak yeah. is the pig monster. <laughs> you know? And, and then <laughs> they, now the pig monster's inside out. Well, yeah, that's my favorite thing. You know, and they're like, they beam up the pig monster and he's like, well, what, how'd it go? It's inside <laughs> out. It's like, What? It's inside out, and then it explodes, and, and it exploded. And <laughs> like, he's just covered in it. He doesn't even care. <laughs> uh, my care. personal favorite, Sigourney Weaver's, like, totally just rubbing the, f- or flicking the flesh off of her, and she's like, hold, please. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many great parts. And uh, the end scene, when they're going through the chompers, I know. and they're like, <gasps> what is the point of this? Yeah. There's it, just so many... Yeah. F- there's enough moments where it's funny, but it's also respectful. And oh, yeah. I mean, and you know what they're calling back to. Yeah. And especially when it's like, and what I love most about Galaxy Quest is who saves the day? The fans. Yeah. Oh, and I, I think I think one of the other great aspects that it puts into it is they take they take a story that everybody everybody really wants to believe, don't they? Yeah. Uh, Trekkies, Trekkers, they all want to believe that that's real. And then they put it into a twist, and they twist it into a way that, hey, look, in, in this way, it really is real. It really did happen. It really can be something that you can believe in. Yeah. And I don't know. Usually when you, you get that little bit of an aspect from another movie, it, it kind of makes your appreciation for the other for it just kind of grow well, a little I mean, bit. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they exactly took that. They took – we start out in a convention, a comic book convention. Oh, yeah. And you have – And that was back before it was chic. Yeah, and you have the, you have the Star Trek cast. And you have and the William, you have the William Shatner that yep. just thinks he's bigger than any everyone else, and and then and the fi- Shakespearean yeah. the trained Shakespearean actor, yeah. and then yep. if, and then the- he finds out he's not that big, and then they starts yelling, and then just and then it's and real. The it's really real, you yeah. know. And then the and then you have the the, the kids that got yelled at, and he's like, "Oh, it's real," and he's like, "I know it." And then, you know, yeah. they get together and they have all the plans because they obsess about it. And so they can walk them through everything. And they, like I said, they save the day. They do. And the greatest part is the characters live up to who they're supposed to be yeah. in the show and everything, yeah. too, rather than wimping out. Yeah. And then in the end, we end up back at the convention, just where we started. It's like the perfect wrap up of any story. 
And I love that they had the credits at the end. And there was Guy. Guy finally oh, yeah. got a name. Yeah. And then, you yeah, know, and then they, you're right. Then they started it up again. And they brought Galaxy Quest, but kind of that nod to Next Generation, kind of yep. starting up. But, you know, it's the same cast. And Guy's now the security guy. And, you know, and then the weird alien chick that's Jane Doe. And she's <laughs> yeah, in there. She's Jane a- Doe. Really? They couldn't have given her a better name than Jane Doe? It's, um, let's make it obvious. She's an illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sigourney Weaver, very interesting character. I, you know, that character was fun because was I fun. love when she I love when she's repeating everything. And I think it's Tommy again. Tommy goes, can you please job. not repeat? He's like, that is so annoying. Can you please stop that? She's like, I have one job on this ship. It's stupid. But I'm going to do yeah. it. And let's be honest, she's Ripley. Yeah. She's known for being well, a yeah. badass. And that is the thing that's so in- interesting because we know she can act. We do. And she is amazing at oh, it. And yeah. then she's playing this ditzy, blonde-type character that you see pretty much in her bra for a good yeah. portion of the la- last portion in the movie. And she doesn't and her really do anything. TV but she does Guides a article was about her boobs. But it's, she know, does it's, a fantastic job yeah. at what little she does. And you know, and it's a good, it's a good tongue in cheek making fun of how women were treated back oh, yeah. in the sixties yeah, d- during those times. For sure. Know? It's, yeah. You know, and then Tim Allen is the captain. I'm like, I wasn't really sure, but he does a great job. If well, there's anybody the who can play like he's is, got a big head, it's Tim Allen. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the interesting thing is he was coming off of Home Improvement and ended that same and year. And the Santa Claus. And, and the yeah. Santa Claus. Yeah. But it was interesting because his TV series had just ended, so yeah. he was kind of in the same boat. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting to, uh, thinking about him playing a role as somebody who's big-headed and thinks a lot about himself. And Buzz Lightyear was the same way. Yep. He had that. Yeah. He was that same character for mm-hmm. Buzz Lightyear. He was very conceited. Oh, oh, I'm I'm so great and amazing. Ah, fly around the room. There seems yeah. to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Yeah. So, we've got Good Star Trek though. Discovery coming up. The new Star Trek. I'm excited that uh, Michelle series. Yao's the captain, though. We have another female captain, which it was a little rough. Not a lot of people people were excited with Janeway. Ended up liking her. How do you feel about this series? Are we going to see the curse of the red shirt? I'm, I am, I will personally say I'm a little worried because the first images we've seen of this series, it looks like Rey is there. It's the same identical outfit as Rey from, from Star Wars hmm, Force Awakens. Have you not seen the picture? All right. I'll look it up for you. But um, the uniforms are definitely different. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to. N- I, I'm not 100 percent sure. Do we know where when this the is taking is. place? I don't. That's no. the one thing I need to look up. See, and I now think when does it come out? I think September. Yeah. I think they'll hearken to it, but I don't think it'll be as um, in your face as prevalent as maybe we're thinking it could be because it is a Star Trek TV series. But it'll be interesting to see if it's a little bit more subtle. You know what I mean? Okay, so. Uh, Star Trek Discovery is set roughly a decade before the events of the original Star Trek series. Like, are we talking... Original series with William Shatner. Okay, so we're not talking like the Chris Pine, they screwed up the timeline sort of thing. No, so that's another interesting thing because the next Star Trek movie is rumored that they're going to go back in time and fix that because they're going to save Kirk's dad. Really? Do Which, I get to see Chris Hemsworth again? I would assume that's who they're going to cast again because it was Chris Hemsworth playing his dad uh, in that first okay. movie. But that's interesting. How are they going to do that without Chekhov? That is a really good question. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. 
because, I mean, Chekhov would be alive in the present day, but I guess in the past he wouldn't be alive because he was a lot younger. Are you kidding me? She yep. looks exactly like Ray. Yeah, that's there a Star Wars ripoff right yeah. there. Yeah. Wow. So, Wait, um, what? Star Trek on Tatooine, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> that is Michelle Yeoh. Star Trek, stop trying to be the DC of the sci-fi community. Okay, so here's the breakdown uh, <laughs> real quickly. What we know, Star Trek Discovery takes place in the prime timeline. So the original timeline okay. with William Shatner. The show is set 10 years before Kirk, Spock, and the Enterprise. And NC-1701's first five-year mission took place in 2250. The current start date for the show is roughly 2255. That's interesting. Doesn't make sense. No, that math is not lining up. Yeah. Mm. Somebody needs to fix that. So. And stop ripping off Star Wars. And then, if it's only ten years before, their uniforms are vastly different than the TV series. So you know, I've got another. I got another picture here. Yeah, see, that's that is their their. See, those look to me more like Star Trek um, Into Darkness. Yeah, and these. You know, if that's ten, and then these are ten years later, so we'll need to. Did Starfleet get their budget cut? Uh, well, they don't make money, so uh, I don't know. They don't have money. Well, it looks like their uniform, whatever their, allowance, has been slashed. Their budget went well, from. Uh, they probably spent most of it on that guy's face. Yeah, well, no, he's an alien. Anyways, wow. so his face. Um, that's a. I don't know. It looks uh, good there, to me. there is a lot of confusing things because if the current timeline is 2255, and well, Kirk's 10, ten year mission is 2250, uh, yeah. So we'll have to see. I, I, hmm. I hope have people been paying it, attention to writing this? Probably not. But I didn't think so. Anyway, like we'll see if the curse. Well, the curse of the red shirt's not going to matter because they're all wearing blue. Uh, apparently so, and unless they go down on the desert. Planets when they visit Tatooine. Maybe they're they, uh, red well, underneath. Mm. I guess if you're in Tatooine, when in Rome, right? Where, yeah. where the garb? Yeah. It, it just looks way too much it, like red. Yeah. But, anyways, with that said, give us your thoughts on the red shirts. Uh, I'm sad that it is disappearing. Um, I, I am happy that the current uh, Star Trek movies uh, with Chris Pine and that do have the red shirts. They have the yellow, the blue. I think it's a great nod to the original series. Well, and they also have the reference to the red shirts dying. Yeah. Um, and I hope it continues. But I'm kind of disappointed in them making this series yeah, the and not having those colors, especially if it's 10 years before. You'd think they, they would transition. But maybe there is some sort of transition between this one and the original series that come that happens because, you know, because Star Trek Enterprise, they didn't they had s- uniforms similar to that. So maybe there yeah. is a transition where Starfleet starts similar. color coding things. I don't know. I guess it depends on how long CBS lets this last. That is true. That'd so. be a great episode, Captain's Log. We've received a notice today Captain's that we Log. must all color coordinate our <laughs> our. Our departments. <laughs> security will be red. Since security has the most death rates or wounds, we're going to give them red uniforms. So it hides the wounds. doesn't show. doesn't even show though, the blood. Even though we have laser, you know, guns laser that cauterizes guns. our wounds. So with that said, folks, uh, give us your opinion, and we're out of here. Start, Bye. live long, and prosper. Are you a fan of Dungeon Crawlers? Then it's time for you to level up your experience. Download our episodes that are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And not only that, we want to hear from you. 
We want to know who you want to hear on the show. What author, what celebrity, what game designers you want to hear. Not only that, we also want to hear what you like about the show. So, with that said, please reach out to info.dentralcollegeradio.com, email us on Twitter or Facebook, and let us know what you want to hear on this show, because we want it to be as much of your show as it is ours. So, with that said, we're out of here, and we'll catch you next time.